when we take it another level and we have the opportunity to actually volunteer or serve another human, yeah. it it's a game changer for us mentally when we are coming outside of ourselves and focusing on someone else. Yeah. And there is nothing like it. There's there's nothing like the reward of being able to remove yourself from your own personal situation in life and yeah. and step into that space with someone else. Hi, I'm Deanna Robbins. And I'm Christy North. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman podcast, where we explore all the pieces that make up a woman, mind, body, and soul. By embracing all complexities of being a woman, our goal is to share real stories that inspire growth and empower all women to be the best versions of themselves. And as Maya Angelou so eloquently said, when we know better, we do better. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman podcast. We want to tell you happy Thanksgiving week. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We are so excited to be here, and we're just going to kind of have a conversation of what each of us are doing this year for Thanksgiving with our families and friends, and then kind of go into a little bit about service and giving. Well, yeah, because we're usually we're talking around this time of year about grateful. What are we grateful for? What should we be thankful for? And I think this time, it's kind of that time of year where we start to think about where can we give and where can we serve? And so we want to talk about that and get a feel for where everyone's at, what you're doing this year, what we're doing, and why we do it. Yeah, I'm actually excited to kind of dive into this a little bit. But first, before we dive into that, what are you doing this year for Thanksgiving? So we know tomorrow. That, what are you doing for so Thanksgiving? <laughs> we know that Thanksgiving is like my favorite, favorite holiday in the yeah. year. You know you're getting old when Thanksgiving is when you're looking forward to Thanksgiving. And I know I've said that before, so I apologize for repeating that. But it's true. It's my favorite holiday. And it is Kenny's favorite holiday Aww. because I cook. <laughs> I was gonna say because you cook because I'm cooking. <laughs> it's the one time a year that I cook everything and yeah. I don't really let anybody in the kitchen. It's just kind of my thing. So we are doing that this year. We have three of the kids will be here for Thanksgiving and the others are, you know, Erica's in Argentina and Kennedy's in Canada. So we'll be missing them, but it'll be small, quaint, but good. So I'm, I'm excited. It's going to, you know, be a lot, but I'm happy to have them under the same roof. And that's the other part that I love so much about the holidays. Oh, I know. I was going to say, that's probably your favorite, your favorite part, right? Getting them um, it's weird to think of you in the kitchen all day. Christy. <laughs> You're like, how does, does everybody worry about what Thanksgiving dinner is going to look like and how it's going to turn out? Well, just setting the table takes me two hours. I know. You know how yeah. much I love a nice Thanksgiving table setting. Yeah. And, and it's so beautiful though when you do it. It's two so two hours. Yeah. You're that. the you're the inspiration. And then I have to send reminders to myself on my calendar not to order new table setting stuff because <laughs> you probably have ten of these. So you already have enough. Note to self, do not order anything else for yeah. Thanksgiving decor. Yeah. No kidding. What are you gonna do? You know, this year we're mixing it up. We're gonna be a little bit different. So we're actually going 
downtown for dinner because we have a smaller group this year. Some of the family, you know, you have to share your children when they get married and have other family. Yes. So it's a little bit smaller group. So we're just going to go downtown and eat dinner. I'm actually really excited about it. I can't wait I don't to hear. have to do the table. I don't have to do... <laughs> I'm kind of excited about that, even though I love the smells of dinner. And then we're just going to come back to the house and have pies and, and hopefully play games and stuff. So, so let me ask you this. Do you have any like reservations over the meal itself, like going downtown and eating somewhere? Like, are you, do do you get disappointed if like the mashed potatoes and gravy aren't like you would make them or it doesn't taste like how you would want your Thanksgiving dinner? Does that concern you at all? Not at all. I, I'm not, I mean, the meal is great and it is, I do love, it's comfort food, right? It's yeah. the finest gravy and potatoes and stuff. I love, I love the traditional Thanksgiving, but no, for me, I love, it's more the experience and I think it's a lot of work. Um, and as much as I say, Scott does most of the cooking and he, his turkey is always just incredible, but I do everything else and it's still, it's just a lot of work for a meal. So I'm kind of looking forward to more relaxing a little bit more and enjoying each other. Oh, I admire you for being able to do that because the control (laughs) freakish side of me is that's the only reason why I do Thanksgiving because I can control that I'm going to enjoy the stuffing. Yeah. (laughs) The mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. Versus going somewhere else. So I admire your ability to let go. Well, we'll see. We may miss, you know, it may, we may change our mind going forward, but you know, it, it'll be fun to try it and just see what we think. Good for you. It'll be fun. But with that, so I, we, you mentioned earlier, we talked about November always seems to be November 1st always is the kickoff for the whole holiday season. I feel like we have in the U S we have two months of holidays and we're thinking about a lot of times about charity and giving, which I think is so, so important. But we were talking before we started recording of how do we start, how do we have that mindset all year long and about giving and taking care of other people or contributing to a cause you feel really passionate about. Well, and, and why we do it, Yeah, you know, what is, what is the motivation behind it? And I think for so many of us, you know, we want to have a server's mentality, a server's heart. And you mentioned, you said giving is living. Yeah. And, you know, giving can be in so many ways. It doesn't have to be writing a check. I think it can be, showing up for someone that yeah. needs support. It can be giving of your time. It can be, you know, going to the school and serving kids that maybe are not having, they don't get lunch because of whatever that program is that they have at the school. I mean, there's, you mentioned earlier that there are how many people in the state of Utah that um, are not yeah. eating, that yeah. don't have food. Do you it, remember that it's number? Crazy. Well, it's over 400,000 people in Utah I don't know how up to date that number is that was posted, but up over 400,000 people that go hungry. And of those 400,000, it's like 113,000 of them are children. So the statistics are one in seven children go hungry. So one of the great things that our office did, our company did on the Wasatch Front this year is we supported a foundation called Thanksgiving Heroes. And it's a, another realtor member in our, we're, you know, in our day job. Yes. <laughs> who started this because he was homeless when he was a little boy and he, other families stepped in and helped him. 
and their family. And he never forgot it. His story is powerful. So I would highly recommend there's a website, thanksgivingheroes.com. And it's across the country. There's a lot of other states that have it, but he is, he is our connection, Rob Adams here in Utah. But our goal as a company, we said, what can we do to give back? And we give, we do have a philanthropy arm of our company that we contribute to different organizations throughout the year. And our agents give a portion of their check. A hundred percent of our agents give a portion of their check every time to our Sotheby's Cares, which is so, so great. Which you guys are impacting so many charities out there yeah. and so many, so many people's lives just with that program, which is amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. And I know there's other companies that do the same thing, which I think Utahns are, so giving and so generous. But we were talking earlier. Anyway, so we participated with Thanksgiving Heroes and asked our clients to participate as well. So we asked them to help us feed 200 families. Rob committed to feeding 3,000 families this year for Thanksgiving. So a box of food will feed a family of five for a week. And wow, what an impact. Um, And it was incredible to be a part of that. So the whole month of November, we have been so far participated in that. And last Saturday they delivered all the meals to, and you can nominate a family. It's, it was just, it's so, so incredible. But you mentioned Christy, it's so true. I have always given to charities always my whole life. And it's been different charities along the way. I was really passionate about the Christmas box house. I still contribute to them on occasion. I also served as a chair for a committee, but it's easy to write checks and which is so, so powerful though. I'm not, I'm not making, I'm not making light of that at all because I think when people choose to give, it means something to them. They're doing it out of the goodness of their heart and thank God for the generosity of people. But when you take it to another step and go, okay, I really want to not only give back financially, but how can I give of my time? And you are the queen of that um, oh my gosh. with what you have done. But I think you meant we were talking about setting goals. So we're in the middle of business planning for next year right? for all the agents. And I'm sure you're doing the <clears> same thing. And you posed the question and made me think about it. I've never put, what am I serving as a goal? Like, am I going to serve if I'm going to serve? And what is it going to be? And how much of my time am I going to commit to it? And that made me change and say, okay, I'm going to focus on that for next year. That's going to be one of my goals of where can I serve? Not financially. I will always do financially, but where can I give of my time that will have an impact? Well, you know, as we're looking at what we're going to do each year and hopefully we're doing it consistently, we're constantly visiting what we're going to do to yeah. improve or, or hit our goals for the year. And I think for most of us, we want a balance. You know, yeah. we have our financial, we have our family, we have our work, we have our friends and there's, and I think a good solid balance includes how we're serving because, you know, most, for most of us, if we're fortunate enough, we are writing checks yeah. and we have the ability to do that. And thank you to everyone who is doing that for whatever charity or foundation, because they don't, they can't survive without those yeah. checks. But when, like you said, when we take it another level and we have the opportunity to actually volunteer or serve another human, yeah, it, it's a game changer for us mentally when we are coming outside of ourselves and focusing on someone else. Yeah. 
And there is nothing like it. There's, there's nothing like the reward of being able to remove yourself from your own personal situation in life and, and step into that space with someone else. Yeah. I think some of the most joyous people are the people that have given of themselves. You talked about, you know, when you take your, take your mind outside yourself to help somebody else. I'll give you a really great example that people here in Utah will maybe remember. He has such a huge following, but when we had the hurricane, when Florida had the hurricane, Hurricane Ian or Ian in the end of September, it was devastating. There were lives were lost. I mean, people have lost everything. And a local company here, Sausalitos, yes, he started a big fundraiser and supplies everything he filled with his reach. He's got a huge social media reach. It wasn't just contributing money, right? He actually filled a trailer truck. The news was there, but he also, he got in the truck and they drove it across the country. Giving me the chills. I know. Talk about service. Like a servant. He's a servant leader. I mean, he, I have been following (laughs) his journey or I had followed his journey. Yeah. And I was just so impressed by that because it wasn't just about asking for help. He was in it and it moved him because he has a place. He has a rental in Florida and, and his place was saved, but so many people lost everything. Right. And it just moved him so much that he, him and his wife, and they made that commitment and he drove across the country to deliver. So have semi. you, have you done, did you make it a practice with your kids when they were younger to share that experience with them in any way? Were you able to do that with them? Were you able to do something where you served somehow, some way? We did. Catholic Community Services, we did. Once they got older, we went down and served meals at Thanksgiving. And But, you know, we still could have done more. We did a lot of service projects. I did Kids Fest, which was a, a big committee through the Salt Lake Board of Realtors that we did a carnival and did a lot of things to raise money for the Christmas box house. Yes. That was a big one. Christmas box houses where abused children are taken from a home. It still moves me to this day. Their work continues. It's powerful, but they were a big part of that. They supported the carnival. They volunteered their time. So they got a taste of So they got a taste of what it's like to actually serve and give back. And I think as parents... I, I would be surprised to consider that most parents are not trying to find some way to introduce that to their kids so that it becomes yeah. part of their practice as adults, but also to kind of have sometimes in some cases a little bit of a reality check. I remember Kennedy after Taylor died and her going through obviously the grief and the loss and the depression and the anxiety and all the Mm -hmm. things that came with the loss of her brother. And she went to Africa and she did two serve, she did two service trips in those two years and it changed her, her being inserted into the, that environment gave her such a different perspective of life, but also her seeing how they lived without all the things oh. and the joy that they continued to experience every day and just came, showed up every day with so much happiness, thankfulness, oh. joy. And she came back and it, it, it transformed her. And so that's kind of what I was speaking to when I say it takes us out of our own stuff and yeah. puts us somewhere else. And there's so much beauty 
if we have the ability to do that. And so I'm a firm believer in serving and giving for healing as well. Discover adventure, discover luxury, discover Moab with exclusive retreats for your next vacation or event. Wake up to amazing views only minutes from Utah's most breathtaking national and state parks and Moab's best shopping and dining. Enjoy your fully stocked vacation home with private pool and hot tub. Every room is a luxurious private suite, plus daily made service and private chefs are available. Exclusive retreats. We're not your home away from home. We are better. Book today at ExclusiveRetreats.com. Yeah. Well, I love that. And I am so appreciative because you really sparked it with me of making a goal on service. And I really don't know why I've never thought about it before. We have committed both Scott, you know, Scott and I do the goals. We do a financial goal. I have an agent in my office. He doesn't ever do an income goal. And I admire this so much. His goal every year, he puts a number to what he wants to give. Oh my gosh. It's powerful. And he reaches it and he exceeds it almost every year. This year, he's had the best year so far in his work career. Deanna, that is powerful. I know. He won't do a, he won't do an income goal. And at first I'm kind of like, oh, you know, I don't know. He goes, but no, I'm going to put a goal that I can give. And he gives of his time. And, but he said that to me, I know I'll be financially okay, but if I can give that amount, well, and that, that motivates him and I love it. And it's, how do I put this? So because he has that mindset, it's not that the objective is that it's going to benefit him financially because the reality is if that goal is hit, he is going to yeah. have benefits from that on his own personal financial situation. Yes. And I, it reminds me when I was going through a really tough time in 2008 when the market shifted for us yes. in the real estate and mortgage industry. And my whole life had been spent around how much money was I going to make and what were my goals financially. And I changed that and shifted it to how many people can I help? Yeah. So as a mortgage loan officer, it was always about how many transactions I was going to do and how many, what the numbers were going to be. And that Mm -hmm. would always translate to a financial benefit for my family and I. And I shifted it that year. I'll never forget. And it was how many people could I help get into a home or help them with their current home. Yeah. And if I looked at it that way, not that I want to say that my ultimate goal was that would benefit me, but the reality was if I was helping someone, there I yeah. was going to be I was going to be okay. You would be taken care of. Right. Yeah. Yes. And and that changed my life. And I think Christy that's so powerful, but I think also the real beauty comes into there's always something we can do. You just shared a story earlier about your brother. Right. And that is that moved me because he didn't have a lot, you said. Right. Can I share that story? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you should probably share the story because I think it doesn't take a lot. This is what we we get stuck in our own world, but it doesn't take a lot to share the story about your brother because that was really moving. So my brother has been named the soup man here in Salt Lake. And my brother has spent most of his life, you know, similar to many where he is just trying to survive financially. He's he's doing well today, but through the years he's struggled, you know, just having his own home and being able to financially provide. Yeah. And But he has had this servant's heart the majority of his life. And that is basically every day, no matter what 
the weather is, no matter where he is personally with his finances, he cooks up a huge pot of soup and he puts it in his car and he drives downtown to Salt Lake, opens up his car, pulls out the soup, sets it on the back of his trunk. And there will be a line of hundreds of homeless people that will come and he serves them, hand serves them all. Um, And a lot of people have kind of shown up for him, you know, where they want to, they want to be able to give and serve. And so he's provided that opportunity for them to do that. And the beautiful part of, of this story is that, you know, he'll say every time he's done it, he never knows how many people are going to show up at the car. But when he pours that last Uh, cup of soup in the last person, he's had enough soup for everybody every single time. Oh my gosh. Okay, so, that's crazy. Yeah, there's bigger. So, so and my and and I sh- we share that because sometimes our family, you know, we we would say, "Where? How is he doing this? Like he is barely there, and he still, with regardless of where he was personally, he made yeah. that his commitment and his goal to serve." Oh, I love that. I love that. So, see, this is this is the time of year though that we get a, a lot of tugs on the heart. And I would say and inspire, hopefully inspire our listeners. We have a very generous following of listeners who, you know, you just never know a kind word that you say to somebody. It's not even take the financial piece off. It's a helping hand. It's the words of encouragement. It's, it's changing somebody's life. We have the ability to do that every day. And I would encourage maybe at your Thanksgiving table tomorrow, you can have a discussion with your family of what could we do better? Could we, could we serve somehow? How can we serve? Um, Yeah. What does that look like? Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's, so that would be something I would love to encourage people to think about and do differently. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone could benefit, please share. If there's a conversation you think we should be having or a topic that resonated with you, please let us know. You can engage and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Pieces of a Woman Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to us on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and a comment.